0: From the Blanchestan Center. This is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is spot <laughs> All your bases are blown to us. A alone. Oh, yes, the balls are inert. To and now it begins. What up, everybody? This is Brin for Nerd No Media on Phoenix ninety two point five FM, and I am joined as always by my wonderful uh, co-hosts. Guys, do you want to say hi?
1: Hi, guys. I'm Daryl Connor.
2: Hi, I'm Keanu Calico. I'm thrilled to be here as always.
0: And I believe we've got we've been taken over by robots. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: All hail robotic overloads.
0: Absolutely. Well, sure. If they're fans, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, so we're kind of doing like a, a part two of a, a three-part or three-part sag, I guess. Our <laughs> <their> own privilege. <laughs> um, so last last week, I was unfortunately abducted by aliens, and was, it happens. It, it does happen, and it's pain in the. It's a pain. <laughs> um, and,
2: they always wait till you're busy, don't they? Yeah, they never, they never, they never abduct you on a quiet day, like.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they can't really, they can't really even schedule you in, you know. Yeah. They don't fill out paperwork. It's really, really. <laughs> I find it personally, that's um, that's the
2: worst thing about extraterrestrial invaders. You know, the rudeness.
0: It is, yeah. You know, <laughs> they, uh, they don't they don't really have uh, the panache or bureaucracy that. Uh, that uh, that we seem to have uh, developed.
1: Yeah. Um, well, not if you watch Jupiter Ascending. That movie's all about bureaucracy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but again, Jupiter Ascending was written by humans, so of course it is. That's fair. Are you That's sure? True. Are you sure it was written <laughs> by humans? Well,
1: Maybe humans on drugs?
2: Well,
0: it, yeah, it could have also been written <laughs>
1: created by humans. They were so boring, <laughs> i <can>
0: sure you. <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, no. I, you know, I was at the Irish premiere for that, and when the movie finished, everyone was like, "What was that? What <laughs> was this? there a clap? Was there was there a slow no? Clap? There was nothing. It was just like <laughs> dead, dead <laughs> silence.
0: <laughs> Dull surprise.
1: It was like, what is going on? What's this movie about? Nobody knows. It was crazy. Yeah, good times. Good times. I
2: love Eddie Redmayne's performance, and I think. I'm not going to say a fun movie, but it does stick in your memory. I can't argue that it doesn't.
0: I would argue it doesn't because I can remember exactly two things from that film. What are they? Oh, yeah. The, uh, the lead actor is um, is your one from Family Guy. I can't of her name right now. Meg. Yep. Yeah, Meg. And what was the other one? The other guy's Magic Mike is in it yeah there we go that's it. Look, that's as all right as I remember
1: i don't know how you can't like all Eddie red did was shout and then speaking that weird kind of like almost reverse speaking you know
0: the movie was tone. basically dune without charm like yeah well it, <laughs> no it was it was trying it was trying to be a riff
1: on uh, on brazil
2: i i'm sorry can we just appreciate that Bryn has basically just reviewed the movie in less syllables than it takes to say the movie's name. <laughs> so that's that's worth mentioning.
1: <laughs> it, like, I, I think that's an oversimplification. Like, Dune... <laughs> I like the movie Dune. It's not It's not. not going to patch on the books, but it's yeah. like... There's more... I I, I would give Jupiter Ascending more of a break than it probably deserves. It's one of the only movies that doesn't have um, Sean B. and Dine. Yeah. yeah
2: that's it's worth pointing out. One
1: you know.
2: It's if- yeah, I'll give you that, Dara. It's very imaginative and it's very brave and risky and you can't really be too hard on a movie that's not following the formula and trying weird things, you know.
1: Exactly. Like come on, like here's the thing, you know, compared to um the Star Wars trailer which dropped, you know, i oh, sorry, I just had to uh, bring it. I was in. I was just being a meme at this oh, point. Oh, Sears, episodes it's, 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 are right off. Grab your
2: sandwiches, your popcorn. <laughs> now's the time on the kettle. Now's the time. Uh, <laughs> I'm very sorry, Dara. Please <laughs> go on. I've actually been looking forward to hearing your thoughts.
1: Oh, no, I don't know, man. I, like, I watched it, and I was just like, oh, Lord, what's this? And then I kind of got the moment where I was like, I got I that, that kind of feel where I was like, oh, this could be okay. And then I remembered what I was watching, and then I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, no.
0: That's the thing. Like, I was surrounded by people going, "Aren't you excited?" And I was like, "No." no.
1: See, <laughs> that's the thing. Everybody has that reaction where they're like, "Yeah, is it over yet?" Yeah. Well, but- I mean, that's the thing, though, because my brother was really
2: excited about the film because he saw the ghost, like from Rebels, and the background of a shot. So True. I watched yeah. the trailer, and I've actually been very looking forward to episode nine. And it's the <laughs> third trailer in, and I still don't know what it's about. It's the only trailer in. There's no other trailers. It's the it only, has you know? the
1: words final trailer on it. Yeah, but here, here's the one, though. It's the one and only trailer game. But here's the reason why because they don't know what the movie's about. They're still making it. Like, this, was conf- this was confirmed. 75% of that movie has been reshot now. I'm
0: telling you now, <laughs> this film is going to open up. RJ, <laughs> <eight> wait. <away. laughs> <laughs> and she's going to run over to a shower and <laughs> here we go again they should just do that at
1: this point at this point they should just do that the whole trailer should could just be the dream and then Mario J just wakes up and goes oh, what was that and then it just hard cuts and then they are just We've go had off to, then, yeah. you know just retcon everything Sarah, how happy will now. you be Go on.
2: imagine if 75% of the movie they were reshooting is literally Mark Hamill <laughs> in the shower explaining plot <laughs> it would be I mean they to- could do it in a hurry you can't say that no like- well,
1: look, it would probably be a lot cheaper than whatever they're doing but it's like either way look I know what the movie I've, the plot leaks that have come out seem to match up what's in the trailer right mm. and it seems like they, they're pretty accurate to what they're doing and if the plot is to be believed this movie is going to upset everybody absolutely everybody so <laughs> yeah. Well, you know,
2: interestingly, I, I was thinking of you earlier because I had a class on uh, in a Montessori and like we were all talking about our, our, star, our, kind of our Halloween costumes. One girl said she was going as Rey and the rest of the kids said that they thought Star Wars was boring. It and I is. really wanted to chase up whether they'd seen the originals or the new films. Like, What's your thought on that? Do you think kids are responding to it? No.
1: No, of course not. All the toy, look at the toys. The toy drop off is huge, man. No, nope. like, for now, Star Star uh, Mar- Marvel is this generation Star Wars, and it yeah. makes perfect sense because, like, think about it. Like, I remember the first time I saw Star Wars, I was full, like four or five, and you know that's when everybody kind of has that attachment to it. And then when the prequels came out, you know, I was like,
0: well, I was teenagers.
1: Teenage. No, no, younger than nah. that. Um, it was when was when
0: 99, you would have been
1: 99. Yeah, I was, 10, hmm. ten, nine or ten, and then teenager came out. Obviously, um, I was in transition year when Revenge of the Sith came out, and it was amazing. But it's not one of those things where, like, if you're not introduced to it at a certain age, it's not going to have that impact. And now what's happened is because of these new movies. Parents aren't bothering introducing their kids because they've gone off the franchise. Yeah. So you know, and you know, you're you're a parent, uh, keen, you know. And oh yeah, thanks I for know, the reminder. <laughs> and I know Stevie's very upset with the new Star Wars movie. So <laughs> I would be interested, actually. To be honest with you, I'd be interested. Would you be? Would you be introducing your? Um, your little one to start with the saga, or would you be interested at all? Would oh, Jesus, she's
2: one? on a diet of it already. But if I did, I'd start with episode four, I'd say, because that's the only place you can start. Really. Or maybe Phantom Menace. I have a soft spot for Phantom Menace. I've, be. been, yeah. I've been really looking over Phantom Menace recently. and I know it's got like the Internet's like kind yeah. of bad badge of honor. But when I was nine, it got all the kids into it. Those kids are still into it, even if they complain about the Phantom Menace in retrospect yeah. and all the toys and the pod racing and the games. Like, it really hooked that generation of kids on in the way that, say, Episode 7 doesn't see or doesn't seem to have, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: I was talking about this with uh, friends of mine as well. And, like, they were saying, well, why don't you like it? And I was going, <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's there to like? It's a movie about nothing. It's like Seinfeld. That's it's so, so offensive. <laughs> Why don't you like it? <laughs> you like, how dare you question this thing that I love, Bryn?
0: Yeah, but it was just like I was going. Well, <laughs> the, re- the problem I have with it is that, like, the same. You know, the I grew up on. I grew up with the uh, with the original trilogy, and I love those. Like, I hel- I hold those films very mm. dear. They're very much part of my childhood. In the same way that films like Never mm. Story or like the, the first uh, Batman movie Tim Burton did, they're a part of my childhood. So I don't, so like, you know, and those spurred me on to like mm. read books and to like play more video games and so on and so forth. And then the prequels came out and I said like, and you know, admittedly the prequels as far as like in the confines of like film quality are probably the lowest out of the bunch. But at the same time, when books came out around them, I wanted to read them. When there's comics around the time, I wanted to read them. Mm. Stuff has come out for episode seven. Do I want to read stuff uh, surrounding by episode seven? Not really, because you know what? I prefer the book version that came out in 1998.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, no, like the Tron, the, the Tron trilogy. And no, it's thing when 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 uh, when that horrible train wreck came out. The Force Awakens, um everyone's like, Why don't you want to go see it? I'm like, Because I've already read episode <laughs> seven.
0: Well, I know
1: what all- happens and yeah. it's a lot better. It's mm. a lot I guarantee you, it's a lot better than ending in that movie, and it was.
0: But this is the and thing as well, is that like I was saying to um I was saying as well, like I don't understand why they didn't just do an adaptation of it because it's like mm. Star Wars fans are a diehard bunch and they would have paid, they would have broken the box, box office records regardless of what they were shown. Yeah. And the fact that they were shown basically a very expensive fanfic for episode seven, I would say that's proven true. <laughs> like, yeah, I, that...
2: it's, I, I imagine the business savvy thinking, I say savvy very generously is that they assumed the Star Wars fans would come back anyway and yeah. they wanted to do something more generic that appealed to newer audiences that wouldn't scare them off you know
1: and it did fool a lot of people i remember people going oh star wars is back the prequels Mm. are forgiven i'm like no star wars is dead (laughs) you know (laughs) the prequels didn't kill star wars (laughs) they open up the toy box if you got off your earth and read some books read books and play (laughs) games and then you would know what you've given up for this you know, it was like, oh, pretty lightsaber. Oh, you know, one of the most bland characters in history. Oh, a movie about nothing. You know, mm-hmm. Jar Jar Abrams doing terrible things. And Oh, my
2: God. Know. Jar Jar Abrams. I would love that character.
1: <laughs> you have one. He's directing the movie.
2: <laughs> you know, I and feel it's... bad for Abrams. He's been like he left the shop for two years. And in that time, everything caught fire. <laughs> and now he has to
1: fix it somehow. Everything caught fire and then dogs urinated on the ashes. And
0: that's kind of. I love how, like, Rain Wilson made a a movie that lasted two and a half hours, and basically you just come away with the message, no. (laughs) But here's the thing in this trailer, right?
1: So when we left, spoilers for a movie that was out two years ago. Uh, When we left that movie, Lou Skywalker was dead. All right kylo ren was leader of the first order yeah. and the resistance was down to like 12 people right <laughs> in this trailer the resistance has bloomed for some reason out of nowhere right yeah. uh kylo ren is fixed his mask which he made a big deal out of breaking yeah so he's wearing a mask again and and ray is still training for some reason despite the fact mistake. that she just did it. what oh,
0: he made a mistake, <laughs> <laughs> he made a
1: mistake. <laughs> well I mean
0: that's what I quite
2: like about episode 8 though it's entire you know thesis which is nice for a Star Wars movie to have a thesis uh, Mm -hmm. is that you should dismantle all these tropes and
1: trappings and try something new and now yeah, episode
2: 9 is, the... <laughs> un- is undoing that <laughs> exactly like... yeah
1: it's like I agree with you I actually, I actually appreciate the last Jedi for doing something different now it wasn't mm. good it was like you know when you had a child a paintbrush and you're like go paint a picture of a house and then they go and, <laughs> they go and, and smear feces on it and you're like I appreciate that that was different but not great you know it was so a bit like your Jupiter ascending thing it's like exactly, it's not yeah. great but
2: like there's loads of cool things they're trying like
1: yeah it was different you know i'm like at least they did something because the force awakens was so generic yeah, yeah. that marks yeah exactly yeah and now they've that marks and now they've gone back on this where they're like okay we know you didn't like that but same again and you're just like
0: <laughs> what's this-, this movie
1: about <laughs> like what's, like, okay here's the thing right at least you know with the force awakens there was something set up right and you're mm-hmm. like okay we're going to a big sport now what's set up like What's the Emperor's coming back? Okay, you've undone the sixth movie now. The Emperor already came back. If you wanted to do it, if you wanted, and I know people, but the uh, expanded universe, yeah, the expanded universe had some dumb moments too. (laughs) But if they wanted to do Dark Empire, they could do Dark Empire, and I'd have no problem with that. Use the clones. Have Luke turn to the dark side. Yeah, but the the window for that is gone. You threw that window away. You should have made that twenty years ago. You well, know, so it's just like, ugh.
2: That's true, but like the problem is that, like, um, episode seven is a remake of episode four, but episode mm. eight is a remake of episodes five, five and, six. and six. Yeah. So, so there's, there's the nothing car. to draw on, like, you know. No. It's, I it's, suspect it's going to be like a Matrix Revolution situation. So you're talking <sighs> about the Wachowskis, where it's going to be one big feature length third act. Yeah, well... That's, that's, that's the only thing I can think of.
1: Yeah, well, they have to do a lot of course correction here, and judging by the leaks, which seem to be right. Remember, they are reshooting this movie, so these leaks could be gone, but... What well, I'm tell you like, what, indulge me. What are these leaks? The leaks are well, the whole plot for this movie, and we will...
2: We, we, <laughs> the we, leaks will, are the whole plot.
1: They are. They are the whole plot, <laughs> and it sounds ridiculous, but it looks like it's what they're going to do. <laughs> right so the leaks are that ray obviously they all go back to endor right Mm. and they're going back to endor to get a to get mcguffins right it's probably going to involve time travel or something as well to try and get it but uh it's basically they're trying to make endgame basically that's what it sounds like they're making endgame yeah and they're trying to get these mcguffins so they can send the message to the rebellion or back into the past and then it ends with ray basically being Smee skywalker right Rise of the oh, world, right, quite a turn. Well, it's the you have to do something that stupid because they've written themselves in a corner, like mm. what's and apparently Ben Solo dies as well after redeeming himself, which it looks like mm. is going to happen in the movie anyway. Yeah, so it's like, all right you have to set up a new series of trilogy. This is the last one. You have nowhere to go. So they're going to have to do a big Hail Mary kind of thing where they're like, you know, let's do time travel and we end up going back in time or we jump to the Old Republic or something. And even that would be like, yeah, that's really dumb, but at least it achieved something. You know, just <laughs> right now it's open, but that's what the leaks are saying. And apparently they tested that movie and people hated it. So now they're scrambling to remake something So
2: they're, it's, they're doing Avengers Endgame without the time travel.
1: Apparently time travel's in it, yeah because they've set up okay. time travel in Rebels, remember?
2: I know, but like, if you're going by reshoot logic, then like, maybe they had time travel and people hated it, and now yeah. they're trying to like couple together an edit without it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I, they're probably going to do something similar to that but yeah. without the time travel, but then it kills the whole point of the movie. and it's like, Either way, this movie, I'm probably going to go see it once, <laughs> and then I'll, if it's bad, I'll go see it a couple of other times to laugh at it. <laughs> um, but if it, if just imagine tough. you sitting through five
2: screenings of
1: it <laughs> and the poor cinema
2: goers who are going in for the first time not knowing well I have a Cineworld card so it's fine it's... <laughs> <laughs> you should go to like that fancy cinema in Wrath uh, Mines uh, god the oh, name of it escapes yeah. me what's that?
0: oh yeah I remember that it's, yeah
2: and where they like bring the food to you and just spend a day <laughs>
1: Like <laughs> no, have it was your funny. breakfast, lunch and dinner. The lighthouse has shown uh, the first two movies back to back beforehand mm. and I I just wrote back to them and said, Why? Why don't you just play Empire and Episode Three? And everybody okay. like, mm. like like twenty people like the comment and it's like, There you go. Mm-hmm. This is how unsuccessful your movie is already. It hasn't even launched yet, and people already hate it. <laughs> it's yeah. ridiculous. The Stel-
2: By the way, the Stella was called Stella, the Stella in Wrath yeah. of uh, Yeah.
1: Anyway, yeah, that, that's my thoughts on, on the new Star Wars movie. Basically, new Star Wars bad. Um, but yeah, we will be talking for this for another hour. Or so let's get on to the let's get on to the meat and potatoes. of This Bryn, I'm very well, sorry. Well, actually, Bryn actually
2: this. did create a wonderful segue about twenty yep. minutes ago about Dude. about aliens kidnapping him and uh, all the boring bureaucracy and stuff, which segues time travel. Like, imagine we've skipped around all that Star Wars stuff, uh, fun as it was, because we are going to talk about... Uh, Terrible. The worst horror movies.
0: Yes. Terrible horror films.
2: Yes. Um, now, Bryn, I appreciate you've been very excited about this particular topic. Can I ask why?
0: Because I love shit films. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well if i got this episode nine is on its way
0: <laughs> yeah you see like episode
1: we should oh. make merch
0: <laughs> i have when i talk about like, crap films with people because they bring up films that they like that they personally don't like and i'm like no you don't understand when i say that a film when i say a film is bad i mean it doesn't have redeeming qualities <laughs> like um <laughs> I, like I mean, when it comes, to, like when it comes to talking through, like I've got a little list here of like a, a bunch of my favorite terrible films. I yeah. love these films. There's there's nothing good about them, but they're so they they just put a smile on my face because goddamn, someone thought it was a good idea
1: and it they just, tried. Uh, they shot it. They wrote it. A team, they got a team together and they, they went, went for played. it. <laughs> this was the best They hired the catering. They <laughs> scheduled things. Yeah. all this work and it failed <laughs> right. well,
2: we're talking about it so it did something right exactly
0: exactly. we have special guests in this it's like when you go to see a play in like a secondary school you yeah. know, and you're seeing a bunch of people who aren't good actors try to put on a show and you're like you tried your best but it wasn't good <laughs>
2: <laughs> so like we're not talking like so bad it's annoying we're talking about Sort of getting those little badges at the end uh-huh. of sports day, the participation things. Sort of-
0: mean, there's a level of that. I mean, like, the, yeah. I think out of the list here, like, I've got one that's, like, a, a reasonably big-budget film. um, And then, like, there's, like, three mid-range ones and then one low-budget, like, properly low-budget film. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we'll start from the, the biggest-budget film for, at the top we'll work our way down and so the first one i so the first one i'm going to talk about is jason x which a lot of people probably ah okay jason is this x. the one where he's in space this is the one where he's in space i have seen this but please go on yeah jason x is appalling <laughs> um, basically like the um the general plot of it for people who don't know just even go rundown of like the Jason films, like they're the Friday the Thirteenth films. At this point, it's the tenth installment in the story, and they clearly just ran out of ideas that this. Have <laughs> Freddy take man? They try. They tried to have Jason take Manhattan, and it didn't go so well. You only is that to- real? Jason takes Manhattan. Yeah, and he gets as far as a boat.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he doesn't get that far, does he? Oh, not that far. And like. So you know uh, you get into Jason X and basically like it's he got froze like at the beginning of the film he gets like cryogenically frozen <laughs> and then it's like it skips forward like three hundred years or something doesn't really matter how far it's just the future can I ask why did they freeze him and throw him into space uh, he was a, he was a, he was attacking someone and as he was attacking them he hit his machete into this uh, into the freeze chamber that they were trying to hide him and then froze right. him as well and yeah it's dumb <laughs> he hits his machete into the freeze chamber yeah and basically got <laughs> frozen as well and yeah so like they're there frozen in time for like yeah. a couple hundred years <laughs> for, for whatever reason there's a school trip to this place 300 right. years later and they take in
2: space the- there's, a, there's a space no, school no, trip
0: they're, 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 yeah they, they live in space we're uh, <laughs> going on a school trip to the <laughs> crime scene <laughs> and, and this is only act one by the way
2: this is your first pick and i'm
0: gone yeah and it's just like i mean by this point like the like the jason film started off as like a straight-up slasher thing but at this point it's always like a pure comedy
2: I, can we just like, I want more details. Like, did the parents have to like hand in like 15 quid, a little envelope with a signature, so they could go on their space school trip? To you the Murder to, museum?
0: Have, have to assume so, because you don't see them. Um, <laughs> you just, you know, you, you do see a student uh, sexually harass a teacher to get a better grade.
1: And I'm back uh, at that weird segment.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I'm talking about Jason X.
1: Oh, and Jason X is amazing. Yeah, but it's, welcome. Yeah, <laughs> we are just talking about the
2: logistics of how you would allow your child to go on a space school trip.
1: It's the future.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it, it's so. Oh, I love Jason X, but it's so terrible. <laughs> um,
1: but it broke new ground. It broke new ground. Of how?
0: It, it turned. It turned a pretty decent. Uh, into a pretty decent uh, horror series into an out and out comedy. Dude, it was a
1: uh, Jason, I think Jason goes to New York. Room that did that.
0: We were you were talking about that. You were
2: saying
1: he gets as far as a boat.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> he gets basically. Yeah. you had to do something with that franchise. That franchise was was deader than than the Star Wars franchise by the time I got to it. You know, <laughs>
0: yeah. they just kept they just kept bringing out movies, man. <laughs> like, but they, ha- they had to ma- they had to make he had to make
1: him work, you know. So like, quick, Jason, get yeah. out there, go on. Yeah, I want to see Jason like
2: traveling through time. <laughs> I want to see what situations
1: he they didn't get, get into. They didn't get there. Well, he goes back to the Confederacy and starts fighting Stonewall Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, why Actually, not? I pay for it. <laughs> be amazing. It's, oh my god, he, he becomes g- Jack the Ripper. Like the yeah. possibilities are endless. He goes back to the Roman Empire and becomes a, a gladiator. Yeah,
2: yeah. There you go. Like the like listen. I could see like
1: a young Indiana
2: Jones series and like type thing in this. I'd watch this. Lionsgate, yeah. if you're listening, we we take commission. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we can bring this back, guys. We can bring this back.
2: Yeah. I will write a treatment for the first five episodes at least. <laughs> Absolutely. That'd be brilliant. <laughs> Oh, so God. i'm sorry we're not past act one is there anything else you want to say about jason
0: X? So, i mean like, like basically I, that's kind of like the setup for it then you get into Act Two, jason comes around and then the mm. typical t- uh typical hijinks of a jason film ensue <laughs> where people die in some uh, sometimes unlikely ways and sometimes incredibly obvious ways and yeah it it's a jason film you can't be mad at it like <laughs> You know, it's like... Um... I've
1: never been mad at a slasher movie. No. That's the thing. It's the one genre where I'm like, well, it's a slasher movie. I, I was expecting this.
2: That's true. Because I've, I've seen a few slasher remakes and, like, whenever something bad happens, like, the thought... Instead of going, oh, that's terrible, the thought in my head goes, well... I chose to watch it.
1: <laughs> on, like, it's a really, it's film. kind
2: of 50-50. Like. <laughs> really, this is on me. I should have known better. Really, I should beat myself up.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I
2: chose to put on my bloody Valentine 3D. So. Oh, like... my
1: God, yes. No, the <laughs> acting in that movie, what a segue. I remember going to see that in the cinema, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it was a bad movie, but the acting yeah. was... Halfway through it, I'm like... I stopped being upset, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is the best movie ever, all <laughs> <laughs> right Because the acting was so atrocious. It's a mm. bit where they're in the hospital, and uh, the doctor's like, well, we don't know where your husband is, but, uh, you know, he might be the killer. And the husband just, no joke, pulls the curtain back and goes, but wait, I'm here.
0: I was like, what the <laughs> fuck?
1: <laughs> glorious. Glorious. <laughs> Oh I love those um like like, fair, like I've yeah. seen, I've seen like I've been myself used to be on Fair City. There's better acting there than on, than in uh my bloody You Valentine know what? Day.
2: I'll actually take up the key of this. I will defend Fair City actors quite a lot cuz they work ridiculous hours. They do an episode do. a day. We barely manage a podcast a
1: week. <laughs> to be fair, though, you know, we, we, we edit more than that. We, okay, we, we actually yeah. edit the show. <laughs> okay.
2: I'll give you that, certainly. <laughs> well, uh, I was talking to one of the writers on Fair City, and they described writing Fair City as just a feeding a monster that's never full. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's so incredible. Just keep it
2: going. Keep typing. Keep typing. Keep uh, typing.
1: Sounds like working for WB. What do you think, Bryn? Oh,
0: pretty, pretty much. <laughs> It's pretty accurate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At least you don't rewrite the show five minutes before shooting it like the WWE do. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah that's, I mean, and as well as that, like, unlike, uh, unlike, w- like, unlike um, Fair City, WWE has a name for the monster that they can't fill the void. <laughs> exactly, yeah, and
1: he's, the, he's the one who runs the company.
0: <laughs> uh, and again, everything
1: is wrestling, guys, everything, literally. Okay, uh, what what's next on the list? Who who who's up next? I I have one. If you guys don't
2: go ahead, yeah yeah yeah, here you go on.
1: All right, Sleepaway Camp. Oh wow. Ooh,
2: what's that? Oh my God, you don't know? Yes.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, Keen, you need to keep, start keeping a list of this man. You're gonna okay, have a good okay, time. Okay. So this movie is free. It's yeah. on YouTube now. It's dedicated to someone's mom, which is super weird. Uh, <laughs> I like, dedicate this slasher horror. Yeah. To the no, but when you actually get through the teams of it. It's right. even more weird, right? Right. So it's on YouTube for free. You can you can go see it now. And there's like tons of sequels of this movie. So this movie is like a cult classic. It's crazy, mm-hmm. but basically it starts off hard cut into a, a family on a boat, and the boat crashes, right? Right. And you don't know. That's it. And then it goes to, uh, like, the son and the daughter and the mom, right. and they're going off to camp, right? And the son and the daughter are kind of you know the daughter's super awkward and kind of weird, you know and you know that's it and then the mom is (laughs) how would you describe the man bryn like
0: i don't know if it's possible
1: (laughs) you have to kind of like her acting choice is so unique
0: it's a unique acting choice (laughs) it
1: it definitely is and it's one it's one this is why the 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 so bad it's good horror genre is so good because you just you don't get this anywhere else like you know it really you have to see it anyway it progresses true and
0: it, this you, is one of those things that's true for like you, like one of the things i love about um, horror is that like mm. at the like when it's done well you're going like well this is like the height of technical cinema that yeah. you're seeing mm. and when you're watching the worst that horror o- has to offer you're seeing the exact opposite of that exactly <laughs> yeah you're seeing <laughs> it fail totally on so many far. levels it's a it's wrong on a technical level like it's technically wrong. and it's like, like it's specific in how wrong it is it's like a scalpel got like the it's a scalpel <laughs> putting in to a knee when it should be taken out a heart it's you know
1: <laughs> it's just it's misfiring on every level it's beautiful it's but what's crazy what's crazy about this is right James Earl Jones is in this movie what yeah he plays the, he plays the chef okay who, who dies Um, It it features lots of random molestation um, at random points. The kids talk with the filthiest mouth you could ever imagine, (laughs) right? So the plot, what happens is basically uh, loads of teenagers start being killed, right? In loads of different fashions and all that kind of stuff. And then you're trying to find out who the killer is. Mm -hmm. So I am going to spoil the ending because I have to. Um, You're kind of led to believe what's going on, what's going on, what's going on. And then it turns out that Angela, who is the little girl, is the killer. Right, right, turns out she was that little boy in the beginning of the movie, and her crazy aunt turned her into a girl, and now she's gone into a crazy killer rampage because of it, and the movie ends with her pulled back and she's completely naked, and you see her 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 um her area, and then someone points and goes, "Oh my God, Angela's a boy," and it ends and it's like what this is on YouTube it's like what is this movie (laughs) what is this movie so it's like you have to see it man I did not do it justice but that's it's something else
2: and what specific ingredients make it worthy of this list
1: everything the whole movie (laughs) like take man like take away the plot right the plot is what it is it's standard right take away the plot of the movie if you can if you can if you can right Okay, but the way it's shot, the way it's acted, the overall presentation of it, just the weirdness of it, like, as, as in, like, it is not shot like any other horror movie I've seen. Like, you just, you watch the whole time, you're like, everything about this feels kind of off, you know? Yeah. And then when you throw the plot into it, you're like, oh my God, this was done by a crack addict. <laughs> you know? it's like, this is insane. <laughs> and the fact it was dedicated to someone's mom even makes it more weird and there's more questions. So... Yeah, there you go. That's my pick. <laughs> All That's-
2: right. I, I have a pick I'm pretty sure neither of you have heard of.
1: Bryn probably has.
2: Okay. <laughs> uh, Bryn, have you seen the 1999 version of House on Haunted Hill?
0: Um, I have seen it, but I was very intox- intoxicated at the time. <laughs>
2: I, you've, you've, you've hit the nail on the head as far as like kind of ideal watching yeah like <laughs> you know because it's um this is a film i was unaware of until last christmas eve my family was all over and like for whatever reason we were still awake at like half 12 1 and we found this on like the sci-fi channel it's that's oh. actually a pretty good pedigree. It stars Jeffrey Rush from the Pirates of the Caribbean films mm-hmm. and Famke Janssen from the X Men films and Jeffrey Combs from Star Trek and all this kind of stuff. And like, it's it's basically the the Netflix one, the Haunting of Hill House, written by someone who doesn't
1: know how to write. <laughs> <laughs> but tries. They can't it's... write a plot. They can't write a plot, but they write a whole mess of plot. Yeah.
2: I will admit we only got two thirds of the way through it because what we saved it it's still there on our on the tv box because we were laughing so hard it's just it starts off like in that sort of they're all all the characters are getting an invitation to a house where they'll win a million dollars if they spend the night and it's got that like letter font going over their faces and all that kind of stuff oh lord I oh, love it's, it already. it's just isn't it it's just oh it's so 90s and they all turn up to the house and Jeffrey uh, Rush is like, oh, like, you know, there's all sort of the mystery around the house and if you survive and all that kind of stuff. Uh, okay. But something was a bit off about the writing. So we looked up the author. The screenplay was by a guy named, uh, I'm sorry if this gets us flagged for the time to get, named Dick Beeb. <laughs> 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 Who I've heard does worse. not have a Wikipedia page, I should just point out. <laughs> And it's got that wonderful I'm not sure if you could name other examples, Bryn, but that wonderfully juvenile dialogue writing where they just keep randomly swearing at each other for no particular yeah. reason. Yeah. <laughs> and they if we, all... swe-
1: if we swear, people will think we're smart. Exactly.
2: It's got that twelve year old being edgy <laughs> oh, thing so to sure. it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, except it's coming out of, you know, Jeffrey Rushkin and Famka Janssen, who are good actors, which makes it even funnier. Oh. And they all wander around the haunted house and now and again like they just walk into creepy rooms and it's just it's a bit like your one. It's a bit hard to describe the plot because there isn't one. Yeah but, <laughs> there isn't uh, one. <laughs> It's basically very good actors walking around a house saying bad dialogue, running into cliches and it's strangely compelling because it's got it's got that wonderful quality where just when you think you've got a handle on how bad it is, it throws you like a curveball. It's excellent. <laughs> I cannot recommend it enough. We have, I have photos of us watching it.
1: I enjoyed it that much. Like, wow. In you fact, know we, I, you, know, you know what we should do? No, we should yeah. do? At one of our cons, we should like have a screening of it where we just watch it and then review it afterwards.
2: I definitely, I'm going to see if I can find the first five minutes because it looks like it was made on Movie Maker. It's just amazing. So wonderful. And it's a big budget movie. I'm so
0: thrilled with it. Mm. You could do a mystery science theatre on that too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's got
2: it's got that air to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's like because you sort of get desensitized to it after a while, and then Jeffrey Rush turns up and you're like, oh God, he's like a picky actor who's been <laughs> nominated for Oscar. What's he doing here? He needs money. Yeah. That's basically. does he need it that badly? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I've,
0: seen, I've seen actors who are bigger than him do way worse films. So. <laughs> um, like this is,
1: this is pretty much, you know, how Nicholas Cage has been has been surviving the past couple of years from his tax bill. Yeah. I do have a Nicolas
2: was... Cage pick on my list, by the way. Oh, I do
1: too. It's probably the same one.
2: I hope so. Okay, but <laughs> I feel like we passed it over to Bryn because yeah, I'm Bryn's, starting Bryn's to gush excellent. about talking about this film. and You're going to lose me otherwise.
0: Go, Go for it, Bryn, it, for a much more lighthearted track here for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, like, I have a film here, and I. I don't know if I should just jump, out, jump straight out with the title of it or if I should just sell it a bit more. Because it is a horror film, but okay. it's it the most unlikely time for a horror film to come out. Christmas. Right. And mm-hmm. it's, oh. yeah, it, it, it's a horror film at Christmas and it's a terrible horror film. So that means that it's about an evil Santa. Oh, <laughs> is
1: it... Oh, is it um...
0: Santa's sleigh? Santa's yes, sleigh,
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am
2: immediately intrigued.
0: Tannis <laughs> Tannisley stars Bill Goldberg, the yes. football player and and pro wrestler as Santa, <laughs> right. and like this fi- this fucking film is it's one of the f- it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen because like basically it starts off and um, you have like your main character who's kind of he's kind of like a he's like this like down look kind of like a dweeb kind of guy. He's talking to his granddad and his da- granddad's telling him this alternate history of, of uh, Christmas where Santa is actually Satan. <laughs> right. <laughs> he, oh,
2: that's clever right there. Yeah. I think we just established a standard of writing right there.
0: <laughs> yeah. and Basically, he had like a, he had a, a game of curling that he lost, and uh, that's why he was stuck in hell for a thousand years. And every thousand, could
2: you imagine your, your eternal soul's fate being decided on that? I'm curly.
1: Well, to be fair, you know, death can't just keep playing checkers all the time. You probably yeah. get sick of it. Doing <laughs> it since the Middle Ages. Like, oh, come I on, I understood that <laughs> reference. <laughs> he's, all like, he's, he's moved on. He's <laughs> moved on. Now, now, you probably have to play him co- again, like a bad game of COD or something.
2: Aren't we getting into the second, uh, oh, the Bill and Ted thing now? Probably. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) They beat him at
0: Battleship. (laughs) The best things about this film, though, is that, like, so the main character kind of takes on this information at face value and kind of accepts it. Right. And then he has to explain it to, like, two or three other people throughout the course of this film and each time he does it they believe him less and less (laughs) it's really 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 good like it's kind of like got like a knowingness to how it like presents itself but it's still so dumb that you just you can't call it a good film because it's a bit too stupid to like (laughs) to uh to actually deserve to be called to be given like a a seal of of quality on it because it's you know, it's a bit, it, it's just a bit too goofy for Is it, to...
2: it. Is it earnest? Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, is it I trying to be trashy, or?
0: I, I think it's, tra- it's trying to tread a line between being earnest and trashy, and I think the fact that, like stuff, okay. like, stuff like that in the writing, where, like, they clearly know that people wouldn't, they clearly were going, like, the people wouldn't actually mm. believe this, though. So, like, it's stuff like that makes it, like, it makes it a bit more endearing than other films, were if they were going, if people just, like, got on board the whole way through, um but yeah it's definitely worth checking out it's very funny
2: so i 'm a bit confused what's like the horror menace here
0: oh it's a slasher film okay okay like santa's a he's a, he's a six foot five monster with like a bunch of different of <laughs> a bunch of different festive weapons <laughs> <laughs> well, <that's... laughs> yeah like i mean basically like if you've seen um the evil santa in uh futurama you're not too yeah, far. yeah yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, yeah. okay yeah you're, that's you're, a good pre- hook. you're you're pretty close to it
0: actually yeah. yeah um oh it's so funny though it's like <laughs> it's just it's just so <laughs> profoundly stupid at times but yeah definitely recommend it
2: oh uh, well we the festive season is coming up yeah <laughs> worth pointing out
0: yeah, great for the family. No, the, never, the, never too the, early. Never too the, early. Holberg did meet his wife on the film uh, during that film. So, <laughs> <laughs> so many
1: questions. They fell in love when he was a bad Santa.
0: Yeah. Some would say
1: the worst Santa. She's like, that's the man right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. So looking
2: for a very specific kink.
1: Very specific. <laughs> exactly. It's <was> like boom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. So my next pick is going to I'm kind of torn between this, right? So on, on the comedic side of things, I kind of we can't talk about bad movies without obviously like the king of bad movies, Ed Wood
0: yeah oh so you're going plan nine
1: i'm going plan nine yeah i know it's an obvious pick but uh
0: i had that on my
2: list too i haven't seen it for you but i'd love to hear about it
1: you haven't seen it oh man it's uh i actually have the edward boxer like before he did all the porn um (laughs) little known fact that's how he finished his career which is really sad
2: (laughs) no i was just imagining that's like what's written on the box.
1: (laughs) The hits of Ed Wood minus porn
0: <laughs> for everyone. It's on YouTube. It is.
1: It is. It's public domain?
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, all right. So, Bryn, h help me. Help me talk about this movie. So, if anyone doesn't know, Plan uh, Ed Wood was like he is like literally the king of bad film yeah. makers. There's a good movie, great movie, by Tim Burton called Ed Wood with Johnny Depp in it. Definitely watch that. It's super good.
0: Yeah, but,
1: but based. Sorry, go on.
0: No. Yeah. He like. I mean, Ed Wood is like. He's, he's just kind of known as being someone who tried really hard to make good films. Yeah,
1: he wanted just, to be Orson Welles. That yeah. was his hero. And
0: but... he failed miserably. <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: yeah, it's. There's,
0: it's yeah. there's a great meme um, that that shows up every now and again in like a nihilist uh, communities, and like, Ed Wood embodies it perfectly where like you probably heard like the really nice version of it where it's a you know shoot for the moon and you'll uh you'll land among the stars the nihilist version of that is shoot for the moon and you'll die in the vacuum of space (laughs) (laughs) and would encapsulate that perfectly
1: he does you know but his movies all have a bit of a charm to them you know Like, Mm. like they're all they're all terrible right? They're all really bad. And by mean bad, I mean like from a technical standpoint, like literally they pretty much didn't have a license at all, so they just kind mm. of shot and then ran. Um, but they also like, it, one takes. So oh. in Plan 9, you know, they knock over the tombstones. You know, the, the stage hands are in the shot. Uh, you can see the boom mics. Mm. You know, like it, it's really, really bad. Also you, know? have,
0: you also have like moments where like characters are using their props. Real names and their props, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah in like really inappropriate ways. Like this, I think it's in Plan Nine as well, where like you'll see you'll see a guy who's a cop holding his gun and he's scratching his head with the <laughs> with, <laughs> with the barrel of the gun, and you're like, oh my god.
2: <laughs> well, you haven't mentioned the famous thing, which is the Bela Lugosi is in it. Kind of.
1: Bela Lugosi is in is in it. Yeah, um, Bela Lugosi's in a lot of Edward movies. Yeah, but he has a bigger part in that. Although he's... De- Okay, how do we say this? He's can I, dead. can I,
2: here, let me, let, me, <laughs> let me try and explain it, and you correct me if I go off, off court, because I only know the Ed Wood film. Okay, go on. Of yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Bela Lugosi is in this film despite being dead, dead. when they were making it. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, now, so they use some footage, which was recorded before he died, and then after he died, all of his scenes are acted out by, I believe, a dentist. Yeah. holding up a mask to his face Is yeah that the it? whole
1: the whole time yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically just imagine Leia in a new Star Wars movie
2: that's yeah, everything that's, leads back to episode 9 now that's what yeah.
1: that's what they're doing I'm just embracing the meme <laughs> now Kane. that's all
2: yeah <laughs> they've got I, I really hope they get like Mark Hamill in to like hold something <laughs> up to his face and play <laughs> Princess Leia <laughs>
1: <laughs> just that like was... she
2: lifts up she's got the white robes from the first one on again It just lifts them up every time and he, and, he just, and, and, he,
1: and he just has the beard and everything yeah <laughs> <laughs> <It'd be> amazing <laughs> um, but yeah like it, Plan 9 is it, it's on this list for its c- um, contribution it has of this genre it has to be like there's hmm. no way it basically created the genre yeah exactly, and it is as Bryn said you know it's not like a bad movie that has no soul mm. or anything like that so they're not fun, right yeah, yeah it's yeah. a bad movie that has a lot of soul, and they tried really, really hard and failed <laughs> <constantly>, consistently, <laughs> and you're like, I love this because it's so charming that you're trying so hard and you're really bad at this, also <laughs> it's great, I love it,
2: uh, oh my God, oh, I'm getting giddy guys. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Uh, I see all my ones are relatively, like, kind of obvious, I'm afraid to say. But I'm going to pick. I'm going to cheat and go with two close to my heart, which are Jaws 3 and 4, respectively.
0: Have you Uh, seen them? Yeah. uh, Like,
1: a shark can take revenge. Who knew? (laughs) 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 Here's
0: here's the thing when it comes to those films, like, they're they're really stupid. But. (laughs) I, I just came away from them going like, you know, I felt like they could have been dumber. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, no, it's you've got
2: two unique flavors of bad film here. Jaws 3 is like your popcorn bad film where the characters are thin, the there's 3D special effects. You can't, the, the radio doesn't have the benefit of me moving my fingers in that sarcastic way. Um, like, and it's like super schlocky and all the effects are awful and the shark just like, smashes through glass (laughs) whereas like Joel is it's all the characters in the first one minus the leads obviously because you couldn't afford them and Michael Caine oddly enough and it's genuinely about them getting over the like death of their father and all this kind of stuff and it's very tears to endearment but a shark wants revenge and there's a wonderful clash those two types of movie. Please tell me you've seen at least Jaws 4.
0: Oh, yeah. Jaws 4 is wonderful. It's... I, I, st- I still come away from it going, like, oh, man, I really wanted it to be more crap than
2: it was. <laughs> That's exactly what I mean, though. It's taking itself really seriously.
0: Yeah. It, like... I mean, it, it's the same thing with, like... Um, I mean, there's, like, it going into other genres, but it's like um, when I was watching The Expendables the first time mm. and just going, like... You know, this is a bit. This is a bit too much quality to enjoy. <laughs> like <laughs> the way I want to enjoy it. i want it to be a bit thicker. <laughs> like you know, I mean, like uh, Deep Blue Sea is a great jaw, great Jaws yes. film. Yeah. Give it a different. Yes. Name, you know,
2: I mean, it's basically Jaws and Jurassic Park thrown in the blender together. Yeah,
0: basically. And with, it's terrible.
1: With more Samuel Jackson.
2: Yeah, and more rapping over the credits.
1: Yeah. Oh, Lord.
2: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but oh, I don't know. Uh... I've got a soft spot for for all the Jaws movies just because the first one is so amazing. To me, it holds up every time you watch it. Uh, and all of the... It's a bit like Alien 3 and 4. It's like whoever was making them got the gist of Jaws... But didn't quite get how it works. But it didn't get how it works in very different ways, and I find that very entertaining.
1: They like read the notes on Wikipedia, and they're like, "Oh, yeah, I yeah, 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 I got this. Don't worry. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, oh lord. Um, but okay. my favorite thing
2: before we move on—very, on. la- very last thing—is there was a novelization of Jaws: The Revenge.
1: Have you heard of this? Please tell me that it's, it's from the Jaws from the Sharks' point of view.
2: It's a bit. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> the writer had to explain why the shark was alive and wanted revenge. Because they don't say it in the movie, but in a book, you don't get that benefit of the doubt. So the only thing they could come up with was that it was a voodoo curse that brought the shark back to life and was like chasing them across the Atlantic. So if nothing else, I love the term voodoo shark. I'm very satisfied that exists in the world. Why, why did... Wait, what? <laughs> <Not> often you are <laughs> lost for
1: words. <laughs> <laughs> Who did voodoo in the original Jaws? <laughs> no. <laughs> Where, like, weren't they fishermen? It's they like
2: Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> in for in for a penny, like if you're already writing Jaws the Revenge and you know, I mean, I wouldn't pick up the novelization of Jaws 4 personally. <laughs> or would I write it, but I mean if you're going to write it anyway, you might as well go with the stupidest, most interesting option.
1: Fair. Fair yeah. point. But, you know, th- to continue the theme of rapping over credits, my <laughs> next my next pick <laughs> is a movie that's solely about rapping. And Leprechaun. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> ah, yes. It's Leprechaun 5. Lep in the hood. <laughs> up to no good.
2: Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. I have not seen this, but I want to hear about it.
0: Oh my god, right, so... I'll, I'll fight. All of the Leprechaun films could all just belong on this list, but...
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true, but for different reasons, like, they're all pretty, pretty bad. Yeah. Including the, the remake with more wrestlers, uh, which is also really poor. But basically, the Leprechaun series is a slasher series, of course. Actually, a lot of this list is just slasher movies. To they're not good. But basically, it's been murderous Leprechaun, right? And, right. Um, throughout its trials and tribulations, they try and you know kill him, really, right? And uh, Warwick Davis plays the the leprechaun, and this is this was made in two thousand, so it's relatively relatively recent. Like Jennifer Aniston was in the first one; it was one of our first movies. Okay, let me try to uh, let me try to describe this. So basically, right?
2: So so they, wait, they, is this? The,
1: can I just ask? Is this yeah.
2: who who's playing a leprechaun? By the way, is this, Warwick what, Davis? I was hoping you'd say that. Yeah. Okay. So I have
1: a lot of time for him. Okay. So right. So basically, there's a group of hip hop performers, right? (laughs) One of them, and then and then there's a record producer called Mac Daddy, played by Ice T, right? And the the hip hop performers like feud with Ice T, right? (laughs) And and instead of like. Instead of like, you know, doing a drive-by or writing a rap song, they break into his house and steal an ancient medallion and a a statue, right? This frees the leprechaun from his prison, right? (laughs) Oh my god! And and that's basically the movie. But in the meantime of it, it's sprinkled (laughs) with all the cliches of rap music and like the hood stuff. It was a bit where he goes... Okay. Lo- Before a bit you like... go on
2: with the plot, can I plot. just ask? Sell me what this production meeting looked like. Or they pitch this. How cocaine. do you see that going?
0: Cocaine.
1: <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Cocaine. All these
2: people who, with lots of money and who have good track records, we presume, behind them, all walk into a room and someone
1: pitches okay. this. How? What they do is they do a line of cocaine, they snort <laughs> it, and That's then hilarious. they're like... Leprechaun, Ice tea, <laughs> movie, and they throw money, money's at him. Right? That's proper Mad Libs right there. Right? <laughs> here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. Right, the Leprechaun hunts people to, to recover the Solen flute because the flute is how Mac Daddy became, who's uh, uh, <laughs> played by Ice T, who became. That's how he became a master producer through using this flute. But <laughs> <It's>, yeah <laughs> yeah it's so, it's so so good. can we so like good. uh who's who's it's
2: coming who's getting more offended, like by this film? Like, is it the Irish or, like, would it be kind of Americans in that culture? Like, who's coming out of this worse? Or are we all coming out of it great? We're all winning, man. We're all winning. We're all winning. Okay.
0: (laughs) Sorry, Bryn, what was that? As a species, we're all winning. (laughs) We're all winning.
1: The world is a better place for left in the hood.
2: (laughs) I wonder, does Warwick Davies sit in, like, because he's the Irish d 2 now, isn't he? He is.
1: Yeah. Uh, he is. Uh,
2: does he sit in there like just humming the songs he sung in that Leprechaun movie, the rap songs? Uh, and and like proper, now and, and again, and... Daisley Ridley go by, and they just hear this wonderful rap music coming out of this tin, tin robot. And the, here's the
1: thing: there's actually a full-on rap at the end of this where Or Davis does actually rap.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: It's so good. It's so good.
0: It's what the camera was invented to capture. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 oh, yes, all right,
2: oh, it's just I just I, I i oh my God, I wish I was like a fly on the wall that day. It's like you know, uh, Mr. Davies is like coming out of his trailer, hand him his microphone, and like all the people getting ready and all the speakers getting set up. it must have been the most surreal thing ever, yeah, so all
1: I'd I say is this is a watch this is a this is a good watch. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna follow on with uh, with one of mine, and I'm gonna go for um, it's another kind of legacy one. It's one of those ones you have to talk about. Right. Talking about not just about uh, rap, uh, about uh, bad horror films, it's also when you're talking about bad films in general. Yeah. In my opinion, it is the most perfectly bad film ever made.
1: Oh, that's Ooh, quite a claim! High praise.
0: Everything about this film is wrong. I am talking about the magnum opus. Troll to.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: To, uh, to. I've only to. seen the little bits. Give me the plot.
0: <laughs> so, the, pl- uh, the plot of the film is um, this family, they're living in a suburban, ta- in a suburban area of some uh, city. They are going to do a home exchange for their holiday for the year. Right. So, they're going to go off to this rural town called Nilbog, which is Goblin. Called- Backwards. <laughs> the family there are supposed- again the level of writing is just already literally spelled out. Um, so, like uh, they're going, they're going to switch over with them, and then they get there, and the, the townspeople people seem a bit, a bit strange. Like they're going, oh, they go into a shop, and they're like, hey, I need to get some milk, and they're, like you won't get any milk here. That's the devil's drink. <laughs> 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 the film, like, the film, is um, it, like is is a marvel. Like it has, um, it has a joke rate that most good, well-written comedies would envy. It's got like a, it's got something shitty, so, shitty on such a bad level that you will laugh at it <laughs> about once every minute. It is really, really good. And like, the, the actors are... The, the actors aren't good. Um, <laughs> Some are much than others. What doesn't help them, though, is that the director is Italian and firmly believed that he knew how Americans behaved better than Americans. Oh, and okay. What that means is that dialogue has the English language fed through a thesaurus. So you have people saying things that, while they sound correct and might even sound like a bit melodramatic, mm. they don't sound natural. You can't come into my room; my father might discover you. <laughs>
2: like, is this is this the film where someone yells, "You can't piss on hospitality. I won't allow yeah. it." Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's I was good. hoping it
0: would be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, that like uh, the dad. Actually, the dad in that film is a dentist. Yes, um, and there's a
1: movie, and there's a movie about him like, discovering how big this movie actually is and embracing it.
0: I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's decent. That's decent. That's this documentary. It was called the best worst film. Yes, <laughs> um, and it's, but it, it, oh man, like it, it's definitely, definitely a must. Minus five stars.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Is this the film with the "Oh my God" thing that was yeah. on YouTube? Like, you know, and they're gonna eat me. Yeah. Oh my, oh my God. God! I was just impressed with the lungs on that kid. Yeah. Like he <laughs> held that for like 15 seconds or something like that.
1: Definitely couldn't act, but no. good set of lungs. No,
0: but you I mean you can't say he didn't try.
1: No, <laughs> definitely tried. Tried something.
0: Yeah. I don't know there was there was a lot of effort put into this film. It's just that, like, yeah. I mean, the the, the results in it are just so. So poor. Like, for starters, it's called Troll 2. And there's not a single troll in the film. No. No? No. no. Just goblins. Yeah. And also the goblins as well are, like, among the worst-looking
1: goblins villains. ever. The yeah. Most
0: looking monsters of any description committed to film.
1: They're not scary. They're, like... Imagine those weird-looking Ewoks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's imagine, pretty much it. Imagine... So imagine, like, the Star Wars Ewoks for a moment, Keen. Right. Now imagine... Uh, your local national school would make rocks look like yes, for a play, yes, with no budget no they have a budget? The budget is five euro <laughs> <laughs> and not a uh, cent more
2: oh, you could buy some brilliant brown tape for five euro
1: that 's pretty much what they look like,
0: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. same
0: color <laughs> and everything photo oh, no, here Well, isn't <laughs> here we go uh,
1: i have i have a just I have another pick. I know, I, I know, I skipped a game, but I just no, to... no,
2: no. By all means, this this is I, quick... I, I'm on in for a penny at this point, which is about the
1: budget of Troll Two. So go on. <laughs> this is a quick. This is a quick one, right? This has this a score of nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Intriguing. Twenty four percent on Metacritic. Right. And five point one on IMDb. It stars Malcolm in the middle during his ill-fated foray into real acting.
2: Okay.
1: It's a movie about a killer video game. It's called like it. Stay Alive. Oh,
2: no. I like it even more.
1: It's atrociously bad. But it's hilarious at the same time. Like, basically, um, they, they all play this game. They're all gamers. And Frankie Muniz has the most punchable face in history. And it's amped up to three times that because of the character he plays in this. And all you want them to do is die the whole time. What's so the plot? The plot is these <laughs> gamers, right?
0: They, right.
1: Uh, and they're they a group of like, so, someone's like an executive and then the other one's like a pro gamer and the other one is like a nerd and that, right? So all your... Right. And then there's the hot girl and that kind of thing, right? right. And basically, they, they're sick playing this game. So they discover this game called Stay Alive. And it's, it's basically the ghost of Elizabeth Battery lives in this game. Right. And if they, don't, if they don't survive the game, they die in real life.
2: That rings a bell.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, I'm. and basically they're murdered in the way that they were murdered in the game.
2: But I'm curious, what kind of game is it? Like, are we talking like a real game or are we talking like what, you it, know, it's, a
1: 50-year-old writer might think a game is? So it's a bit of both, right? Okay. So they don't really know what... It's supposed to be a survival horror game. So imagine like right. Silent Hill or Resident Evil, right? Okay, okay. But... They don't actually. So bits of it they kind of code the game, and it looks all right. But then they shoot this horrible three uh, D facsimile of a video game, and that's when it's hilarious. And just right. and like, it's brilliant. It's worth a watch. Like it, it's not as it's, it's not as it's not as funny as the other ones would cause. But it is pretty good. You know, it is really funny. Mm.
2: I would have watched it now because actually I quite i I have been feeling nostalgic for Malcolm Middle. I want to see where he's gone.
0: Yeah, well, he got um, he had a he was a uh, he wanted to become a race car driver. After he stopped. okay, and yeah, um, and he I know th- he had like a bit of a a Richard Hammond type of crash where he got pretty bad brain damage. Oh dear. Yeah, I mean, he's doing okay now. He did Dancing with the Stars a couple of years ago, but. All yeah. right,
2: as long as he's still going, I always thought he was a great actor on it. Yeah, I yeah. I'm not sure how much time we have left, but can I give an honourable mention to The Happening?
1: Well, okay, here's here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do, right? Yeah. we'll yeah. go we'll go over. We'll, we'll yeah,
0: we'll hit the run to overrun.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: okay, that's yeah. risky because I've still got a few in my list.
0: <laughs> no, that's fine. I have like two left for me. So,
2: okay, all right, I'll I'll keep this super brief. Have you seen The Happening?
0: Uh yes, in that nothing happened, yes.
2: Yes, yes, isn't that great? I to me it's not the best one that we've talked about tonight, but I feel like it's got first of all, this is before uh Shyamalan like fell off the critical radar. I think there's probably one that pushed him.
0: Yeah, this is hit when he was teetering, teetering over the edge. He's
2: right on the edge, like you know, he's still riding the. Like I think signs was well received, and this has just kind of pushed him just into that so bad it's good territory.
1: Yeah, what, what's this? Is it, which one's this thing? This the is happening? happening now? Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it appears the Halloween gods are upset at my technology for making fun of all this. <laughs> it's the probably happen- that possessed video game you were playing the other day right yeah. um yeah the happening it <laughs> happens definitely go pick but listen i tell you what right we've already gone over yeah. we've already gone over our uh, our time so what we'll do is we'll uh, we'll extend this out and and have a bit more fun because this is just too funny to to cut short lads absolutely <laughs> we'll just keep going and this is all bonus for everybody <laughs>
2: yeah 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 can we just like take because i think we ran over last time Will we just like cobble some of this and make an extra episode Oh, definitely. That's what's happening. That's what's (laughs) happening. Okay. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Quick, quick talk about the happening then. It's, I love it because it's got some, it's, it's, there are moments when it feels like a real horror film and then it goes a bit too far. Like the, the premise of which is, I believe something mysterious is making people kill themselves. Yeah. Uh, So it starts with the really chilling thing of people just falling off buildings and that's really scary. Cut then to a man feeding his own arms to a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Which is one of the funniest things. It sounds horrible, but it looks <laughs> wonderful. Or people lying down in front of those big lawnmowers. Lawn like it yeah. like it just looks so ridiculous. And again, it's that slightly outside yourself where like someone in an editing bay looked at that and went, Yeah.
1: That's uh that's staying in. Just like n- nailed it, guys. No, that's <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. Yeah, or, he or, done the job. Or, or, or as <laughs> I, or as I heard on it, Fair City one time. What do you think, guys? It's lunchtime. All right. <laughs> <laughs> same same kind of thing. It's like, oh, it's lunch. That that uh, that, that yeah, sandwich yeah, yeah. is waiting for me. So. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say, Mark Wahlberg gives
2: it his all. I cannot fault him that. I've but never seen. Done. I've never <laughs> seen a
1: man. I've never seen a man talk to a tree, a fake tree, like that before. Oh, he sells it. I believe yeah. him.
0: Well, no one's ever like, accused Mark Wahlberg of not trying like <laughs> you know I know
2: but like I mean as, as someone who's been an actor and directed actors I really appreciate it when something isn't working and they just amp it up even more like I mean fair play like I mean they, like, he believes in the silver at least that's what he's conveying he believes you should be scared of the wind <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, I, I love how unlikable Zoe Deschanel is in that movie as well.
2: Oh, I forgot she was in that. That's her, and I really like her as an actor. Like, so do
1: I. But you just you're like, oh my god, you're a horrible person, and you get worse <laughs> at every single junction of this movie. It's super good though. If anyone has not seen, you know, it. yeah. If only
2: for the moment where he goes, what? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh,
1: he's so good. He's so good. Um... <laughs> In someone that, take this off me I'm getting giggly again in that vein right um, I think it's time to open up the, the the cup of Nicolas Cage movies yes so Nicolas Cage had a massive tax problem and he had to pay off the tax problem and he, and also fund his his son's metal band so how he did it that's that's not a joke that's true uh, that sounds like <laughs> the premise of a Nicolas Cage case, film that goes straight to his, video his son looks like a character in a Nicolas Cage film. It's strange, <laughs> but basically, out of nowhere, loads of these random movies just appeared. So every couple of years, you have them. So I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do a slew of them as honourable mentions, okay. and then pass them over to you, Brent, okay. uh, for your pick. So, season of the witch, a movie based in the Crusades with Ron Perlman, when they all, where they all speak exactly like they would now, where where they have to eg- exercise a witch, and it's incredible. Has the worst wig ever for Nicolas Cage, also. So. Oh, movie. I've seen images from this. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the next one is—it's not really a horror movie, but I'm going to include it. Drive Angry, where Nicolas Cage is killed, and he ends up going back, go, going from hell as the devil's driver to exact vengeance, and it ends with him drinking. Like this, the first part of the movie is goes, "Oh, when I get when I get out of here, I'm going to drink beer from your skull," and you think it's just a throwaway line, and then it actually—that's <laughs> how the movie ends. <laughs> number three is, of course, The Wicker Man, which is a remake. That was of- on my list. Yeah, 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 Which is one of the best horror movies of all time, the original. Uh, lovingly remade by Nicolas Cage, and it's an experience. For anyone who doesn't know, basically it's about this cop who's trying to find this girl, and he ends up going back to this uh, pagan village, and, you know, fun ensues. But what this is different, basically he punches a woman dressed as a bear uh, he has a massive freak out, and then CGI bees at the end. So, Which,
2: the can ring? I just say it's um, the movie is like written by like a real, actual, honest to god good person. It's written by Neil Butte, who's like one of America's best playwrights. It, I'm assuming it's his first directing thing, because there are moments where it feels like a real movie, and then there's moments where a girl is on a boat and she impossibly gets run over by a truck.
1: Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I see what they were trying to do, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, and again, like this is why this movie's so good. This is why all the Nicolas Cage movies have merit, except for one or two of them. Um, that one, what's it left behind, has no merit. It's not very good. Mm. That was done literally just for money. But all the, oh, that anyway, was
2: the one to appease the the kind of
1: Christian ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like all his movies come from a place where it's like, right, we know this is bad, but we're gonna we're going to try make the best of this that we can and this is like one of the best examples of it you know but nicholas cage if you just search nicholas cage horror movies you're gonna find something good
2: can i before we do any more nicholas cage can i actually i opened the website which has all the stuff he bought can i quickly run through this yes uh he owns 15 residents including a 25 million waterfront home uh he also purchased for 3.4 million the infamous la loray mansion most haunted house in america two castles a deserted island in the Bahamas, a nine foot tall burial tomb, shrunken pygmy heads, a Lamborghini, and a $150,000 pet octopus, the first Superman comic, and um, he outbid Leonardo DiCaprio for a seven million year old dinosaur skull. To drink beer, I
1: love. Obviously, with the yeah. octopus. Yeah, obviously. Like, Here's the thing though, I was listening to an interview with the editor of Fangoria a couple of years ago. And apparently he, went, he brought him out to his island. And when he brought him out there, he was like, he had like a feast that was like laid out. And it was all like really weird stuff, like really crazy meat and stuff. Mm. And Nicholas Cage just came out in a robe. So apparently he's just like that. <laughs> it's just super weird. So I
0: was like, okay, you know. Are you surprised though?
1: No, not at all. Not even a little bit. I was surprised that it was not, I was expecting him to be more crazy.
0: Yeah. I was expecting him to show up just wearing the bear suit. hey
1: what's up or wearing the octopus (laughs) okay um, Bryn, what else have you got for us
0: alright so uh, um, okay I'm going to start off with uh, this one's kind of cheating because it's not really a film but it is a response to one of the most popular and one of the most popular most famous horror movies of all time uh, because there was a bit of a tiff between uh, people when it came to it, the I'm talking, of course, about The Shining. But I'm, I'm, oh. not, but I'm not talking about uh, the I'm not talking about the uh, version that. Everyone, oh
1: Lord, are you are you talking about the TV version?
0: I'm talking about the series that Stephen King. made. Ah, oh I've my heard God! About
1: that. Stephen King cannot direct. No, no,
0: as evidenced by Maximum Overdrive, which, yeah. it which t- I'm much. surprised hasn't come up already. Yeah, yeah. I was going to
1: cool. I was going to mention that, but. Yeah, camera, it, yeah,
0: I mean the the shining is I it mean, tops it. It tops it. It, yeah. it so it like it's the it is absolutely meritless. <laughs> <laughs> like because you're I mean for starters you're starting with the starting point of the book because he did he didn't want any super he disagreed with the idea of having the supernatural elements in it because he really wanted it to be you know, the the character development of uh, the main character just slowly but surely losing his mind through. Right boredom and so he does that and you feel bored it's like you know if you did a mini series about the Revenant yeah you did a 12 episode series about the Revenant and the first episode would be act one the last episode would be act three and then the rest of it would be him healing and nothing else happening and kind of what this experience is like it's just so drawn out and painful, and a massive waste of time. And it's a real shame to say that, like, that one of the best uh, Amer- uh authors in American history is literally incapable of making a film, but he cannot do it.
1: No, he can't. But- and anytime he's tried is atrocious. Anytime he's screen and that's the problem with a lot of Stephen King in general, like, a lot of it is garbage. You just kind of have to work through the garbage or like skip chapters or in the case of The Shining, hire the literally the best director who's ever lived and to he, make your movie. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Did you ever hear those people who believe that the original Shining was like all the subliminal messaging to tell you that Stanley Kubrick made the moon landing?
1: Yeah, there's <laughs> a movie about it called Room 237. It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's great. Uh, it's really good. Another guy, I can't remember his name now, he, he did a three-part series on it though. To be fair, to be fair, after watching those movies, doesn't sound as crazy as you'd think.
0: Yeah. Then you listen to people who work in the film industry and they tell you exactly why it's not possible. And you go, yeah. oh.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah but that's the thing like that's the good thing about a movie right a movie's supposed to be able to tell a story and yeah, those yeah. movies that are made by crazy people to talk about a crazy conspiracy theory are more competent made than some of the movies we've talked about that are actual movies oh, yeah. well i mean they're starting wild, from an right? uneven ground they have to yeah. work harder exactly exactly
0: it's like um the, there's a great documentary called the king of kong which is about two uh, charlatans in video game history uh, but they frame it as if one is the good guy, and one is the bad guy. When both ah uh, yes. Yes, yes,
1: yes, I have yes, heard yes. of this. Yeah, They've recently yeah, yeah. taken
0: away his title
1: now, haven't they? Because he was actually Aww. scamming.
0: Yep, yeah. uh, it was uh, it's about Steve Wibby and uh, Billy Mitchell.
1: Yes, Billy Mitchell is the one who. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. It, but both of them were caught cheating.
1: They were, yeah. Just uh, the movie takes a much more favorable stance towards one than the other.
0: Towards Steve Whibby over yeah. Mitchell, yeah exactly. Yeah. They really
1: frame Mitchell as the bad guy, but. Um,
0: I mean to be fair there's a really good argument for that being done because Billy everything in his power stop Steve scores counting
1: yeah yeah it's good it's a good flick though I think it's on Netflix isn't it still it's, yeah it's it's
0: on Netflix comments excellent
1: um, alright I tell you what let's do one more yeah, so okay. right one more whoever has one can go and jump in um, I'm I'm in for the ride now what have you guys got okay, Brian,
2: go for it I've got my last one then yeah Brian. I feel like it, you really should have the last one
0: like I agree um, so this again is like the, the epitome of shooting for the moon and die in the vacuum of space. Um, the, basically, th- this guy had a, had an idea that he wanted to really make a film that had a message. And he wanted to use his a message an inspiration from, which was a visionary director uh, who made a film that really inspired him when he was younger this film was the birds oh no and um some of you might already know where i'm going with this and what this person was really passionate about was the idea of bringing in the idea of climate change and telling a story
2: this was going to be the one i was going to say next if it's what i think it is
0: the, about climate change and yep. this film is called birdemic yay and, oh well. Always. For those who haven't seen Birdemic, um, I will I will try to uh, say it as expediently as possible so that you can spend the rest of your life watching this film. Yeah. You'll feel, like, when you're watching it, you will feel like your life has passed by four times over, and then the film starts. And, like seriously, the first the first opening five minutes of this film is it just doing a shot a single shot of a go of a uh, driving along of this guy just driving along a road
2: a tilted shot. Yeah. Which like immediately it, sets up like a bit like with the rising earlier. It, you know what you're in for.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it just it just goes on for five minutes with just credits coming up. And it it gets to the point where you're going like, what the hell am I even watching here? And, and as the film goes on, like there's a, like the the plot of the film, charitably I think is the best thing in it. <laughs> I'm not saying much. I mean, it's very heavy-handed message about environmentalism, Um, but I mean, on every other level, like the the two main characters in the film are like a they have like a love story going on, and these two people couldn't have any less chemistry. Oh dear! If if oh
2: yeah, the guy he's like the T one thousand or something like that. He's very like monos yeah. like he's just sort of very like everything that. flat
0: and she's like the female Terminator. They just cannot yeah. communicate with each other I in any I
2: mean way. I'm kinda of riffing on Jontron here, but like he takes a lot of weird awkward pauses and yeah. it kind of feels like you're looking at a Mass Effect game where it's like it takes a second to load up and then they start
0: talking. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> this uh this film frequently has uh has room noise not edited out. just get like fan noise and stuff like that in the background and you like it's just playing in the mix and you're like how did you even mic this what did you do like how did you make this film it's appalling like failing upwards yeah
2: is this the same film where there's like a 10 minute sequence of a guy installing
0: like a solar panel uh yeah i believe yeah i think it is yeah same yeah yeah this uh The film, I mean, the film just goes through so many different kind of like
1: effects. Effects are expensive, Kane. You have to take the rest spots when you can.
0: They spent all their effects money on what appears to be Photoshop. Um, Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. I think if you if you have not got
2: time to watch the film, at least watch the bit where they're coming out of the hotel and And sending off the birds with
1: coat hangers. Yeah it's amazing it's amazing that's the best scene in the movie
0: this is the thing like viewer to our listeners like if you if you don't know anything about special effects you will see these special effects and go i'm relatively certain i could do a better job than this yes it's like it is it is impressive how bad it is like the nostalgia critic has better special effects which is sick
1: yeah Oh dear, yeah, that's saying something. Uh, Particularly if if you've seen his review of the wall recently. I
2: heard notorious
1: things about that. What's the what's
2: all the hospital? You know the Uh,
1: basically
0: he doesn't understand.
1: No, he doesn't get the wall and his whole like basically he made a movie that's long that's almost the same length as the wall. Yeah. uh, Basically, just throwing out the most terrible, bland surface readings of the wall ever, and
0: it's It's atrocious. like misreadings, like he um... yeah. He was calling the uh, like I don't know if you've listened to the album The Wall. Oh, oh yeah. loads of
1: times when yeah. I was in school, yeah. Goodbye, yeah.
0: goodbye. Good uh, good By the way,
1: actually Kane. one second, do not listen to n- the nostalgic critic version of The Wall. Rob Scallon did the best he could, but no one can no one can sing. So it's in
2: the <laughs> so is it is it even worth watching as like a
1: so bad it's good watch or is it just No, it's terrible. No? Sorry, yeah. Ben what what was the point you were gonna finish there before I jumped in?
0: Um yeah, basically, like, the effects on it are terrible for for David, but they they make the, they make Nostalgia Critic look competent, which is saying something. Yeah. Um, when it, also like when it comes to the wall, I hate it. But like the when it comes to the review he did of it, I hate it because like he was calling Goodbye blue, blue Sky Oscar bait, despite the fact that it, the album was made first. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. It makes no sense. It Makes no sense. So,
0: you know, and his takeaway from another brick in the wall was that oh school is bad it's like yeah it's written from the perspective of someone who got beaten up by teachers
2: yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so you i mean i'd not to like go too far away from our topic but like in those cases do you think uh content people who make content like that are deliberately reading it too simply so they have more of a stick to beat it with or do you think they just can't you know, yeah,
0: else that that, uh, that uh, Doug Walker uh, operates with bad faith at this point. Okay, yeah, that's true. Like
1: yeah, like a lot of the movies that we talked about as well. He's reviewed in the early days and they're pretty good. But most recently, yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: I will. I will admit, I did really like him. I wish he'd stayed retired though, because he he retired at a good time and then came back. Yeah, and yeah. his content was fairly good up until then.
0: Yeah, that's very true. The thing that I love as well is that in the wall review had a crack about the wall having a, uh, having a long runtime. Yeah. <laughs> he- this is coming from a guy who's made three films and the shortest one of them was three hours long.
2: Oh, I, to be honest, I hated those even back in the day. Yeah. I, you know,
1: all, all those movies could be topics of the, in and of themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him
0: saying that, like, calling films pretentious when he literally wrote himself into a film. Mm. Like
1: and look I, I would recommend for any of your listeners um if you want to check out one of the best reviews of channel awesome in general and the whole saga uh mr Mediker or jim mm-hmm. actually did a whole series on it so i know don't well, have as well but you know jim's one is available so
0: there's a there's a bunch of really good ones out there like um uh, quentin reviews did a really good uh take he did
1: actually yeah he only did one though medicare did like six hours
0: and then, yeah, also, <laughs> yeah. Also, like the, the much more speedy uh, ninety-minute documentary by Cinematic Venom. It, very, as, that's very as, good. That's very as, good. As, that Cinematic Venom makes nothing but crap. But mm.
1: yeah, that's, that's true. It. Also, very true. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's funny. It's ironic, ironic, really. Mm.
0: But uh, yeah, ten years and he's not gotten better.
1: <laughs> you know, but uh, that's it. Unlike a lot of the movies that we talked about. You know, at least some of the people who we've talked about in in this setting, they made better movies or they've gone on to better things. Like Warwick Davis, Mm -hmm. who's now... Mm -hmm. The um, Melissa movie, I don't know if I've talked about that or not, but it's okay. Pointless film, but not offensive. Mm -hmm. So, it's what it is um yeah all right guys i think we'll wrap it up there we've gone way over but way this, way way Before,
2: since part. we're over anyway what yeah. do you think is like the unifying element that makes a good bad horror
1: intent intent <laughs> intent like it needs to try it needs yeah. to like come from like not to set out to make a bad movie yeah. but set out to make the best movie that they can and it just yeah. happens to be terrible yeah
0: i mean it's like i mean um I think it's very, it's very rare that you see someone intentionally set out to make something bad. True. Where, like where it's actually like enjoyable. Like I mean, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place is one of the few examples that I can th- like. Garth Marenghi's Dark Place and uh, Black Dynamite are two of the best intentional made, and it's because they're they're to be comedies. Like they're playing it for laughs. Yeah. Whereas, like you watch something like a Sharknado, and it's like, oh, look how crap we are. It's like, yeah, not like. You know,
2: it doesn't yeah. have the charm when it's on purpose.
0: Exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. and that's why you know, some people are probably like, "Why did not include Sharknado?" A, for that reason,
0: yeah. mm.
1: it's not funny. It's just kind of dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: The difference between like the Room and the films Tommy Wiseau makes now.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. if he's in on the joke, like, like,
0: like, like Tommy the, doesn't understand why people love it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like. Yeah. Like the Room, the Room, when it was made, was not made to be a comedy.
0: Yeah. Like he but was now, really trying to make a make a drama like
1: yeah and now the movies he makes well he knows oh i just do some stocky garbage and fair play to him he made a career out of it so good man yeah. but uh like it, he's never going to be able to recapture that because he doesn't understand what he what he had initially
0: And but that's like the tragedy of these things as well is that like you get people trying to make like you get people trying to recapture the magic they had with it mm. but because they're aware of it they can't the things that like makes Ed Wood so um, uh, so celebrated is that like he has a whole career of these films yeah Mm -hmm. exactly
1: exactly like and all of them are terribly made (laughs) they're all awful films but they all have have heart to them Mm -hmm. no and you're just like watching them and and at no point is it cynical except maybe the porn the porn is cynical (laughs) but that that is what it is but um.
0: (laughs) You know, I I, think well, like, you know. like, I mean some bad films Are like They're bad but interesting Like yeah. I mean Caligula is a terrible film Hey <laughs> Hey
1: Hey That's fine words Bryn. It, it is a terrible film half No it's not one. Amazing Listen He didn't know That that happened You know It's just it, It's uh, <laughs> I like Caligula I think it's a great movie But I, w- I will Concede That half it is porn And You know Yeah
0: I mean, the, thing, the thing is is that like, I, think in, like, I think what I'd love to see with something like Caligula now is I'd rather see a film about the making of that film rather than see that film again. Fair. Because, like, the stro- like when you read what happened behind the scenes, you're like, what the hell happened
1: here? Well, Mac- well pretty much he went over to Italy. Malcolm McDowell didn't know what he was shooting. You he know, did the scenes and then in the editing bay, he just spliced in loads of porn.
0: But it was also like the <laughs> the the, fir- the initial director pulled out halfway through, yeah. And then they decided instead of getting someone you know good, they got someone cheap, <laughs> and <laughs> it was like someone cheap. That person did, and they were in Italy. That person did porn, and yeah, that's what
1: the movie turned into. But to be fair, the bits that aren't porn are actually great. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's just let down by the like, you know. There's, there's a forty minute scene in a brothel at one point.
2: <laughs> a 40 minute scene yeah how long's the movie
0: about two hours. Four, 4 years yeah it's, a long, it's about
1: 2 and a half three hours yeah. oh, I, I have the extended cut and yeah it's I would say it's a great movie I think it's a triumph but um, it's a triumph it is Malcolm McDowell's career is outstanding and actually by the way quick mention I have to before we go there's a great movie called Excision Mm-hmm. and it's 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 a movie I saw Horrorton. by the way guys if you haven't been to Horaton, go to Horaton, it's great um, but uh, yeah I saw it there and it's about this girl who thinks she's a surgeon right? She's, right she's 7 she's 16 right but she's not she's just fucking crazy right and her her younger daughter who her, sorry, her younger sister who pop star pop star what's her name Selena Gomez Selena Gomez is a, and she's like her younger sister and you know the amount of cameos in this are crazy. So John Waters is in it, Macu McDowell is in it. Um, there's just so many random people in it. The fact that John Waters is in a movie is like, it, like he's playing a pastor, which is hilarious if you've seen John Waters films. <laughs> um, but yeah, and basically, yeah, it, it, it continues on, and she uh, she end, her, she tries to heal her sister's illness which I think is cystic fibrosis so the movie ends in these weird kind of, like all the movie there's loads of these weird kind of like dream sequences that look like Lady Gaga videos it's one of the most striking parts of the movie right but then it turns out that she did actually operate on her sister but she didn't know what she was doing so she just butchered her sister to bits and it's so disturbing but the movie itself is weirdly awesome
2: God, sometimes I just want to smack Malcolm McDowell's agents.
1: <laughs> oh, also, another recent Malcolm McDowell movie is, oh, it called American Satan. Yes, it's called American Satan. Malcolm McDowell plays the devil who hires a rock band. Uh, and yeah, that's basically it. It's basically the tale of the tale all this time with the devil producing music. Does and, Malcolm
2: uh, McDowell sing?
1: No, he does not. But he does, does he rap
2: little. with the leprechaun?
1: He sings a little bit, actually, yeah, but okay. it's it's so it's so good. But yeah, I'd say like Malcolm McDowell is a triumph, and I will not hear a bad bad word said about him. on Oh, I love him. I just hate his choices. I love his choices. I mean, I love Michael Caine, and he was Jaws in Jaws four, like you know. I know, but I think the choices that Malcolm McDowell has made have just made his career so much. Home Alone five, Holiday Heist. That's a great film. <laughs> <laughs> You know, like, I don't know, man, like, anything that man does is, is gold, you know, it's like, it's brilliant. I, I wouldn't go that far. I would.
2: <laughs> I, was, I was glad to see him in Star Wars Rebels again, that's, or C isn't the right
1: term, but you know. Yeah, hear him. i would say, my favourite cameo was when he turned up in, in South Park as a British person yes that was (laughs) i think that was probably the first time i saw him shame to say oh so good so good but yeah sorry i just wanted to mention those two movies because there aren't two totally different sides of the spectrum Incision actually is a great film very disturbing uh very good horror movie in and of itself but uh, american satan is hilarious so (laughs) totally watch that all right sorry right plugs lads our final thoughts (laughs) just our J Con appearance. I've ordered
2: my costume for it last night, so I'm getting very excited. Sweet.
1: Well, who who are you who are you going as, or can you reveal? Uh
2: we, myself, Stevie and the Baba are going as three of the characters from my Hero Academia and we all have oh, tapes cool. and we're very looking forward to it.
1: Awesome. Green, what about you, sir?
0: Um, oh God. I um I have to see if one of my friends is going to J Con because we might go as a ninja sex party as we have. Ah.
1: Ah, nice. ah, very cool, very cool. Um, have you got anything to plug?
0: Uh, unfortunately, I don't because uh, <laughs> geese the industry are gone. <laughs> so, ah, bummer, yeah. Um, ah. I guess I'll just plug our, our own site, <laughs>
1: okay? Yeah, that's uh, nerdtono media.com, media, Nerdtoknowmedia, Gmail, know media on Twitter, know media on Twitch, all that kind of good stuff. My Twitter is at RWV, my Twitch is nerdducks, and uh, yeah. Follow us there. By the way, if you liked what we did in this series, let us know because we might turn it into future con shows or specials or whatever mm. because uh, we had a lot of fun, guys. I really enjoyed this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely, yeah. This was
0: fun. Yeah, All right. I've the opportunity to talk about terrible films. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I've, sent, I've sent you guys a photo from the first one I mentioned, the Haunted House one. Just look. If nothing else, look at the font <laughs> and you'll see what I'm, what you're in for. Like. Is it, it has to be Comic Sans, is it?
0: No, it's not. It's um. Oh, what is that font? But well, that's great.
2: The kind of I'll, I'll call it the Gatsby font, for lack of the tech proper technical term. It's
0: very art. Reminds me of the of Batman animated series. Yes, oh, lo- yes, oh, yes, oh, exactly.
1: Oh, oh lord, I love this so much. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's kind of like that nineties twenties art deco kind of thing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like, it's, if of the house on haunted hill. Uh, I would recommend it wholeheartedly. I suspect it will be on again at Christmas. So by the talented, I'm loading up his name now because I've already forgotten from all the giggling. By talented screenwriter, uh, Dick Beeb. Never forget it.
0: What an unfortunate name.
2: I'm going to go out on a limb and say he picked it. <laughs> it's a stage name, he chose
0: Screaming <laughs> Mad George then, is it? <laughs> it's, it's director I've seen. <laughs> Screaming Matt George is one of the worst directors that you could ever see. You can one of the worst directors that's ever made film. <laughs> At some point I will talk about it. I, will talk I about think
1: it. that's gonna need an episode of its own. Oh, God. oh lord lord almighty all right guys uh we will be back next week um obviously uh or we might take a break actually for Halloween. we don't know yet but we will uh return at least the week before um jcon to kind of give the give the hard sell to encourage you to go and also i have to write the thing because i haven't done that yet Shh, yeah. don't, t- don't tell anybody uh <laughs> um, we'll be back That's here doing, on- no <laughs> and I, I will though um yeah uh yeah we'll be back here on phoenix 2.5 fm and near so talk Hello, to you next week
0: Bye-bye. bye bye